0: Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show!
1: Hi, I'm Gabe. I'm Jamie. And I'm Vashida. So, today's topic, um, where we left off last week... Um, so we were in the middle of our podcast and they were also in the middle of the AHCA. Yes. And, uh, um, do we want to talk about what happened with that? The <sighs> result? I know. Big sigh. <laughs> God. I don't want to really. have to acknowledge
2: it, but yes, it should be discussed.
1: Absolutely. Please so, proceed. Um, we have seen that the House had went ahead and passed, um, so the repeal. And now we're just looking at, you know, the Senate and, kind of going from there, um, we know that, I'm not sure the opinions, but um, if it does go through, you know, there's going to be so many people that are affected by this. And, um, you know, it's just something that we're all just kind of shaking our heads at at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the, well, I guess there's not really a worse thing. I was about to say the worst thing, but it was. I mean, there's so many bad, bad things. Yeah. But one of the most ridiculous, I guess, parts of it was the Rose Garden celebration afterwards. Oh, gosh. I the, mean, the whole
1: thing of beer that they brought up afterwards uh-huh. to celebrate the lives of people who or actually
2: uh-huh. lose their lives. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or, you know, a bunch of white people sitting around in the fancy Rose Garden talking about taking away people's health care. Yeah. <laughs>
2: right. That was tacky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Statement from our national office following the vote. Americans did not vote to have their health care taken away or to have their access to birth control cut off. The popularity of the Affordable Care Act of Obamacare proves that. Now proves that. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Millions have marched in the streets, called their representatives, and protested at town halls to protect women's access to health care, and our 1.2 million member activists, that's NARAL, uh, mm-hmm. will keep <laughs> rising up in protest and demanding their leaders expand women's freedom and equality. Yeah, uh, Yeah. the the Senate sounds like they're going to completely rewrite. Like, mm-hmm. they, they took the House version and threw it in the trash, and they're like, no, fuck like this, we're going to rewrite mm-hmm. our own bill. Uh, Ohio's Rob Portman looks like he's on the the group of 13 white men that are yeah. going to be writing specifically the women's health portions of yes. the bill. Yes, What the fuck?
0: Are we surprised?
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. Well,
0: the thing is, like, it, we've proven time and time again that Susan Collins can shut any of this shit down. I mean, she's a Republican, mm-hmm. but lean's much more independent um, s- senator from Maine. And so... Like, why just not invite her into the room? Like, right. And there's, it was interesting. I was listening, I can't even remember what I was listening to, but they were talking about how they actually, um, like, a Republican staffer basically said, Mitch McConnell just doesn't see a problem with that. So he didn't even think that he needed women on it. Like, he's so out of touch that he was just like, oh, 13 white men is totally fine. Right.
1: I don't even Mm. know if we should comment on that. Like, that, (laughs) it just seems so so egregious and just, I don't, like, I don't even know. Mitch McConnell, turtle man. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, let's have a, a conversation about women's reproductive rights and their health care and not invite them because <laughs> their right. opinion doesn't matter. So, right.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, just, just <laughs> add a woman to the group I, so I, that you can I, say, hey, this isn't all guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like the basic level. And because no
1: man in there has to actually have a baby or any of the other um, circumstances that women have to deal with, Mm -hmm. you can't really sit there and say that you know exactly um, what you're doing. Right, right
2: uh yeah so you know the the fallout from this uh continues uh there's video of multiple representatives trying to uh, explain this to their constituents because they're all in the districts uh No was, one
0: dies because they don't have access to
2: health care right that's 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 like the quote. Uh, <laughs> From one of the members who was immediately shouted down by his own constituents, like, what the hell are you talking about? And it shows how oblivious they really Uh are. And then
0: he did a non-apology apology, apology (laughs) saying that he was just ineloquent in his statement. I'm like, no, dude, you were factually inaccurate in your statement. (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah, that that was just a terrible comment. Um, But he was describing a terrible bill, Mm -hmm. so, you know, what what would you expect? Um, So, yeah, everybody should be contacting Rob Portman to let him know that, you know, we don't want the ACA destroyed Mm -hmm. uh, and that women's, you know, being a woman should not be a pre-existing condition. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So it's not the only craziness in Washington. (laughs) <laughs> really, I would say just only craziness takes place in Washington.
1: Uh-huh. At this point, that is accurate.
2: Uh, as everybody know uh, knows, Donald Trump fired the head of the FBI. Um, people are looking at this and asking, you know, is this? Or, or they're not even asking; they're just saying, "Hey, this is obstruction of mm-hmm. justice, which is an impeachable offense." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as to you know. Mitch McConnell, uh, <laughs> he said that he doesn't want to appoint a special prosecutor. He doesn't really see anything wrong with this. Everyone else is saying, you no, know, that's a lot of horseshit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> you think that maybe this is the first step towards Trump getting his butt booted out the door, you know?
0: I so doubt it, though. Yeah, I, me too. <laughs> I mean, I think you've got to wait at least until 2018 because the Republicans are never going to do it. They're never yeah. going to admit that they nominated and then worked to elect a guy who shouldn't be in the White House. Mitch McConnell, yeah. I just don't see that. And frankly, although it might, you know, avert nuclear war or something, um, you know, Mike Pence... That's a worthwhile goal. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike Pence elevating himself to presidency really isn't all that much better for, for the people of the United I mean, States. So, you right. know, I mean, maybe a slightly more actually capable person, but the policy yeah. is just as bad, so maybe actually worse because right. he would then actually
2: implement some of said policies. Sure.
0: I'm not sure that impeachment is
2: I think if I think if I'm a, a, a Rob Portman who is, you know, solidly conservative but mm-hmm. not raving lunatic conservative, if I'm, you know, of those sort of uh, base level Republicans. Part of me thinks, okay, if Trump's going to end up getting impeached for some shit sooner or later, maybe we do this now so that they'll have more time between now and the ele- next election cycle. I, I, if I was, if I was a Republican senator running in, I mean, twenty eighteen is going to be just you know a cluster, no matter oh, what. Gosh, yeah. But. But I think if you're running 2020, if you're looking at the presidential race and you want to preserve your party's grip on the White House, you say, okay, we need to, we need to fix this now rather than having it screw everything up later.
0: Yeah. Well, but the Quinnipiac university poll came out and it's really bad for Trump, like across the board, he's losing support of white men, which are like the last remaining group that haven't abandoned him (laughs) already.
2: Um, (laughs) I mean, he basically picked Russians over yeah. law enforcement officers. <laughs> what is that? Yeah,
0: yeah I think but,
1: even at this point, white men are getting upset and like, no, this
0: is, what are you doing? Like, yeah, but right. there's still a solid core of like 34 people who, 34% of people who.
2: No, it's 34. 30. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. That's it is actually, bad. no,
0: 34%, unfortunately, of, of people they polled are still saying he's doing a good job. And like 30, I think it was something like 38% of people thought his first 100 days were a success.
1: Can we kind of describe who maybe those people are? Yeah.
0: No? Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who those people are. Because, like, dude, I don't know. Like, it, People who don't have a grip on reality, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and, but that's also, to describe them, it's the Republican base. Right. So, Rob Portman can piss those people off and think he's going to be the Republican nominee, too. So, I think they've got to play this, this really interesting game of, do you abandon your base or do you abandon independence? And either one of them is a losing proposition for them.
2: Right.
1: Damn if you do, damn if uh-huh. you
0: do Darn shucks. Maybe you shouldn't have elected a crazy person. But, you know, whatever. <clears throat>
2: uh, well, we're not the only ones trying to figure out what will happen in 2020. It's very clear that John Kasich is too. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he's written a book. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Um and He's so you know, subtle. Writing a book is like the one thing you do either before you run for president or after you finish Mm -hmm. being president. Um, And and so Kasich's got his book out and he's doing his book tour. So it's got him, you know, Mm -hmm. across the country, especially in like Iowa, New Hampshire, (laughs) um, doing book signings. Um, I think it's clear that he's, you know, he wants to, he's expecting Trump to not be running again or not running on solid footing. And he wants to be in position to potentially challenge. That's how I read. That a sounds book tour. about right. Yeah.
1: Um. You know, I would have to agree with you on that one, Gabe. I mean, you know, it's as much as you think he's trying to be inconspicuous, you're not. <laughs> like a lot <laughs> of, we just kind of see right through that. So.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, he's challenged Trump basically on every single thing he's done recently. He, I think, he even spoke out about the Comey stuff. He's oh, yeah, definitely he spoken out against the AHAH. A, whatever the health care. A-H-C-A. Yes, there it is. And, you know, and uh, getting rid of the Medicaid expansion yeah. and all those things. I mean, every single time Trump does anything, Kasich is there saying, ah, nah, I don't mm. agree with that. Right. So, yeah, he's definitely positioning himself to, right. to run for governor, I mean, governor for president.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're 34 people. Um, <laughs> Kasich knows that he's not going to win them off right off the bat. Um, so I think he's going for the, the mm-hmm. independence, the more moderate side of the Republican Party, because if, you know, if Trump does something even worse than this, or if this ends up being enough to uh, really bite him in the butt, uh, then, you know, I think Kasich's positioning himself to be like, hey, let's get back to normal Republicans. Right. Um, not that... Kasich's version of being a normal Republican <laughs> is in any way good for no. people. Right. Mr. 18
0: abortion restrictions since he became governor. Yes. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> he's still a definitely not a moderate and definitely conservative Absolutely. and definitely not good for but the country. But he's
2: also not Donald Trump <laughs> yes so. exactly. Well, uh-huh. he, he's Mike Pence <clears throat> with a different haircut. <laughs> <you know>.
0: uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Oh goodness.
2: Yeah, like Kasich, Mike Pence, Scott Walker, they were, you know, all these sort of Seriously conservative. Let's destroy women's rights for political Mm -hmm. gain. Governors uh, from the Midwest, Um, and you know, I I think Kasich. uh, Yeah, he's he's plotting a strategy. Um, The other thing about presidential politics that kind of got me wondering, uh, and and national politics. Yesterday, we were standing on the side of the road waiting (laughs) um, (laughs) to uh, to protest Paul Ryan. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Speaker of the House came to Columbus, to to central Ohio yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, We joined with the State Democratic Party, with uh, labor unions, with uh, Planned Planned Parenthood, Parenthood. other groups. Yeah, Indivisible was there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big protest to to give a warm welcome. (laughs) Um,
0: There were some air quotes for our listeners only.
2: (laughs) Right. Uh, to to let the speaker of the house know that uh, him and his his healthcare plans are not welcome here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I think we had um, a pretty good turnout. Um, you know, I didn't do an accurate count, but I would say maybe around a hundred people or so. What do you think?
0: Yeah, and that's what the news report said. So yeah, yeah. give
1: um. or take. And um, you know, it was definitely the perfect weather to say, um, yeah, you know, we 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 don't we don't want you. <laughs> like this is not what we're looking for. Um, and you need to do better, but um. You know, thoughts on how it went. I think it went pretty well. Um, you know, I we didn't actually hear the the speech, but I heard that when they asked him about um, defiring the FBI director, you know, he kind of fell silent and, and didn't respond. So
2: yeah, the, kind of ignored it. The, the tweets from the reporter said that they were instructed that he won't be answering questions, so they shouldn't shout them anyways. And I was like, that's <laughs> not, <laughs>
0: that's
2: not yeah, how that's it works.
1: Not, that's not how yeah. it works at all.
2: <laughs>
0: Maybe he should have hidden the bushes with Sean Spicer. Oh,
1: gosh. <laughs> I did not realize that was an actual thing until I said this is an actual thing. And uh-huh. I was just like, what <laughs> not is an happening onion article. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: not an onion article. Oh my it,
1: gosh. But it, it makes me
2: Yeah. It it makes me wonder what Paul Ryan was doing in central Ohio. I yeah. mean, he's not from here. He mm-hmm. he is the speaker of the house, so Correct. that That's kind of makes still... him a national politician. But
0: what are you doing in Columbus, yeah. Paul? Well he was here for Steve Stivers. It was a, an event with our co- congressman from Central Ohio, oh. Steve Stivers. Right. But I also don't know exactly what Steve Stivers was up to. I mean, right. why, why do you bring Paul Ryan in to do this? Right. Just photo op. I mean, it wasn't a rally. It wasn't anything. I mean, yeah, they toured a plant and it was yeah. a coffee plant. I mean, couldn't even tell what packaging (laughs) they were doing from the pictures pictures, but there was something
2: about fishing equipment i have no idea yeah i have no idea what it was i
0: I saw a picture and they had packages in front of them that kind of looked like coffee which is why i just said coffee we we stood outside the building for
2: (laughs) over two hours and to me it was like generic warehouse yeah (laughs) um yeah you know i think he could have been trying to give stivers a boost maybe in exchange for stivers supporting Mm -hmm. paul ryan's piece of legislation um, you know, this could have been fundraising to, to help out, Absolutely. you know, any number of members of the mm-hmm. Ohio congressional delegation, maybe Pat Tiberi, um, do nothing T. Berry. Do you think there's any chance Paul Ryan came to a swing state for the same reason that Kasich wrote a book?
1: <laughs> well,
2: maybe, I, uh, I don't know if I'd put it out of the wrong, wrong possibility, I but I don't know.
1: Nowadays you can't, you can't rule anything out though. So.
2: Right. I mean, you know, the the one thing that Paul Ryan's really, the the two things are that he hasn't perfectly lined up behind Trump. Um, And he wrote this bill that, uh, you know, really rich people seem to love.
0: (laughs) Because it gave him a huge tax break. Right. Um, Even Warren Buffett was like, um, I don't need that extra yeah. 17% of my income, Not thanks. At all. thank right.
2: you. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it does make me kind of wonder, is is Paul Ryan setting himself up for a potential, you know, presidential primary challenge um, by, you know, sort of showing that he's his own person and making sure people in central Ohio see him, Um I don't know that this wasn't a test balloon, just to uh, see. Hey, let's see how we right. do with the. I think Central we have Ohio to media. continue
1: to look at his patterns from from here on out and see because I I think that would show a lot um, about what he's maybe potentially planning to do.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't Who know. knows? I can't um, predict anything in politics. Yeah, anymore. absolutely. Not anymore. <laughs> not <Yeah>. after this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but just for just for the few people who got our email, letting them know that we'd be giving them a warm welcome, and they wrote back kind of confused. Warm welcome means protest. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: So anytime Paul Ryan comes to town, we'll be protesting against him. So yes. or any uh, of those folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so that's that's the the story with uh, national politics. Um, I guess we'll keep seeing it and keep protesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, You want to talk about what's happening at the state house? Not really, but whatever. (laughs) Uh,
0: So yesterday morning, we started the day. What a great way to spend your hour from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Right. (laughs) Testifying before the Ohio House Health Committee on House Bill 149. It's the ridiculous bill that we don't need because the transfer of fetal tissue from abortion in Ohio was already illegal. They're going to make make it it, double illegal. They're going to make it more illegal. (laughs) They say it's about making everything equal, but it actually makes everything unequal because it segments out fetal tissue from abortion and abortion providers from all other tissue, including fetal tissue from miscarriages right. and all other doctors and all those kinds of things.
2: Which was a point raised by one of the Republican yes. committee members. He said, hey, wait a minute. Isn't this creating inequality mm-hmm. in the law?
0: Yeah, definitely. So. It is, 100%. He actually missed my testimony, so when he asked me that question, I was kind of like, it's actually what 90% of my testimony was about, so thanks. (laughs) Um, But no, they literally questioned me for an hour. Yeah, My my testimony was required to be limited to to five minutes, so five minutes of that hour was my testimony. The other 55 minutes was questioning. Some from our folks, and that was awesome. Representative um, Bernadine Kennedy Kent from Central Ohio. This is um, the
2: first time we've really heard from her substantially. Yeah. yeah. She's
0: asked some questions in the previous hearings, but she definitely, yeah. um, she and Representative um, Michelle laporte Hagen from the Youngstown area mm-hmm. were both really keyed in on this. Because one of the parts of the bill is that it uses a non-medical term to define a doctor, a physician who performs abortion. So they're c- going to codify the anti-choice pejorative term abortionist into a higher revised code. Right. And, you know, so they were really keyed into, doesn't that create an environment where we could be breeding more violence against providers? And isn't this, the videos that this is, the false videos that we saw in 2015. So this is still, you know, Ohio Right to Life trying to capitalize over over these videos. We've been proven false time and time again, a full two years later. Yeah. Yeah. is not that breeding violence. And, you know, so we got to have that conversation, which was a really great conversation. Right. Rep. Into, um, the ranking minority member, Representative mm-hmm. Nikki Antonio, also asked some great questions. Um, Representative West as well. And then, of course, we had the Republicans who were just off the charts. Um, and, and, and they kind of fell on three, three ways. Number one, why are you opposing it if it doesn't happen? Because that's the whole point of this. It's already legal. Right. We're making it more illegal. And it doesn't happen here, so they're like, "Well, if it doesn't happen, why are you opposing it?" Well, because it's creating this whole separate system and separate, you know, laws and everything, and stigmatizing and shaming the physicians who provide abortion and the patients who turn to them for care. Right. Don't support that. Um, and then two, there's two doctors on the committee. So shockingly, finally, there's like actual healthcare people hearing these bills. <laughs> both Republicans. Um, well, well, we have cardiologists and we call people nephrologists and we call people obstetrician, gynecologists. That's the term that yeah, they uh-huh. use. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it's also not a stigmatizing yeah, term uh-huh. um, right. as, you know, abortionist mm-hmm. is. Yeah.
2: So. so, you know, I, I, might... I mean, if you had a, you know, a heart surgeon and you wanted to call them like a heart butcher and put that into law, then yeah. they would come in Perfect and they would say, point. hey, yeah. we <laughs> think that this name is inappropriate. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, you know, I think that, the thing that struck me on that as I was as I was tweeting the hearing, politicians get called names all the yeah. time. Uh-huh. We don't put those names into law. Absolutely. You know, that was one of the questions that you got from uh, a representative that says, well, I've Googled the term abortionist and I found information <laughs> online where people have, <laughs> you, yeah, I'm like... Not every word off the internet is appropriate yeah. for yeah, use in state law. Yeah, I think we teach law. you that when
1: you're what in grade school. Yeah, uh-huh. everything right. that you
2: read on the internet is not true. Right. <laughs> Just because someone somewhere has used the term. Mm-hmm. You don't codify it.
1: Yeah. And not only do we not put those terms that politicians are called into law, we don't refer to them by those mm-hmm. terms either. So, right. you know, there's definitely that respect level that they want to be, that mm-hmm. they want to have. So why not give that to someone who's just doing their job, yeah. right. a portion of their job?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and I also, I think they are also lost on this point, and I And I couldn't figure out exactly how to not go down a bad road by saying it in testimony. But I'll say it here because it's more of a conversation. But... <laughs> So, you know, they kept telling well, because I would start each one of my sentences with, you know, our abortion providers are proud of the services that they provide in, right. our, in our state because they provide necessary health care to the women who come to them for, for care. So they're proud, proud of the work they do. They are not shy or scared Absolutely. or any of those things. They're scared of the protesters and getting killed because that has happened. But right. they are proud of the work that they do. And that's why they do it every day. And so they're like, well, why aren't they proud to be abortionists then?
2: They're proud to be doctors. Yes.
0: Well, and and I think it's also, again, like you were saying, terms that you choose to use. Absolutely. And, you know, whether you get to call yourself something or someone else gets to call yourself something, you know, there are a lot of people in the LGBTQ community who call themselves queer does that mean that somebody walking down the street can look at you and say, hey, queer? Right. No. <laughs> right.
1: It does exactly. not. Definitely it's, takes on a whole different meaning. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, it's, it's about who is defining and who is doing the defining and what that term is.
2: Right. Yeah. And I mean, almost no circumstances would you put the word queer into law yes. in a bill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so... So yeah, and then um, it didn't the ridiculousness didn't stop there so we've talked about her on the podcast didn't we talk about her on the podcast before? Um, representative Keller is from Butler County, Candace Keller. Candace Keller. I think we've mentioned her on the podcast before cuz a couple of weeks ago she it was disclosed that she actually talked on a radio show of a white supremacist.
2: Oh yeah. Remember She's that? the one who compared planned parenthood to Nazis on her mm. Facebook page.
0: Yes, and then and then and then when reporters started doing digging they found out that she had like appeared on this white supremacist radio wow. show. Yeah. But she didn't realize they were white supremacists. Yeah, of course you didn't. <laughs> but um, so she's special. Um, she also <laughs> runs a crisis pregnancy center in Butler County. So you've heard us discuss those if you're longtime listeners. So she was extra special crazy um, In in testimony yesterday. And just kept trying to say, well, Planned Parenthood is profiting off this. How much money are they profiting? How much, you know? And, and so every single one of my answers was back. It doesn't happen here. So no, that is not the case. Right. It does not happen she here. She's kind of almost
1: alluding that it does happen mm-hmm. though. The way yeah. she kept putting it, and we're like, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> She's so, like, well,
0: if there's twenty-two thousand abortions and only half of them, so like ten thousand of them, does does the tissue yeah. get sold? Like so it dollars. doesn't happen, yeah. honey. Stop.
2: <laughs> yeah, she created a long series of <laughs> hypotheticals. Definitely. That were full of just false garbage, uh-huh. and then said, "What if this would happen?" Mm-hmm. And then she did it again. And then she did it again. Yeah, it's like <laughs> stop asking. And the chair—this was really subtle. But if you were in the room, you yes. saw it. The chair got tired of this, mm-hmm. which normally Republican chairs let Republican members ask whatever questions yeah. they want to. It was really subtle, but he reined her in. Yeah. Where there was a point where she kept doing this and she kept doing this. And, you know, the the members in a committee are supposed to ask permission for every question Mm -hmm. to the chair. You know, Mr. Chairman, may I ask? Whatever. Right. Uh, And then they get recognized by the chair. And so one time when she did that and he said, one more. Mm -hmm. And it it (laughs) was really sort of just small and quiet. But I'm sure that was him saying, "Okay, lady." <laughs>
0: well, and and then she and she recognized that because she's like, "Well, that limits me." Like, yeah. yes, it does. <laughs> <as> it does <laughs> because you need to just cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so she was she was extra special. Um, it was just
1: a waste of time. I think that's probably what he thought too. You're mm-hmm. wasting time at this yeah. point because you're just asking the same type of questions and she's giving you the same answer. Yeah. So
0: and it's always hard in those kind of situations when you're the person getting grilled to like figure out how it's going. Yeah. I realized, so, um, you did did an amazing job by the way. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Representative La Tourette, the woman who introduced a bill we're going to talk about in a minute. So she's not my, our friend in any way, shape or form. Um, at one point looked over at her, like girl, you're nuts. (laughs) Like, and so I knew that at that point I was like, all right, good. You know, Uh, even if people (laughs) who agree with her are thinking she's crazy then. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, that was interesting. And then after I went for an hour, we had another person come in and testify, um, Jesse Hill. She's an amazing constitutional law expert um, who also is a professor and associate dean at the Case Western Reserve University. And very much
2: qualified, may I add? Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh speaking on God. her own behalf, yeah. not representing yes. the university. Yes. Speaking yes. on her own behalf,
0: she's also like on the board of preterm and and does a lot of this work. She's the lawyer arguing the preterm v. Kasich case against the twenty thirteen budget as well. Yeah. Um, so she is a highly regarded attorney, um, and her testimony was along the same line as mine. This is unnecessary and cruel and sti- and stigmatizing and all these things. And the first question that was asked by Representative Anuraj Antani. Um, who, if you remember, was the one who, like who was ridiculous before, actually, is ridiculous in every hearing.
2: yeah.
0: um he uh, while chewing gum, too, actually, I realized when he asked me <laughs> questions, he was smacking on his gum. and I just I, it Fringed. was actually like, dude, respect for two seconds. But anyway, um asked the first question that got asked to Jesse Hill was, can you tell me a little bit more about your legal background?
1: and she literally murdered it.
0: Oh, like, she did. Because
1: <laughs> just It was Hill amazing.
0: Graduated with her undergraduate degree from Brown University. Did her postgraduate work at Yale University. And what law school
1: did she graduate from? She
0: graduated magna cum laude <laughs> from law school at Harvard. Harvard. Yes. <laughs> So, dear Naraj Antani, maybe you shouldn't do the. Hey, did you're you a see lady his lawyer. Face yeah. After
1: she did, he was so quiet, and he kind of like just kind of got up and left. I don't know if he already meant to leave. Oh, he but didn't yeah, mean to he leave. He was extremely um, <laughs> over his head on that one. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I left Representative Bernard and Kennedy Kent actually followed uh, him in questioning. Like, wow, that was a really impressive resume.
1: Exactly. Like, and good for her. You yeah. know, like don't don't antagonize people like that. For, and what was the point?
0: No.
2: You're a lady lawyer. I don't trust that
0: you know what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, Professor Hill uh, did very good in, yes. in, you know, closing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, she so- was
0: the one, though, that finally elicited the Holocaust reference out of Rep Keller. Oh, God. <laughs> she didn't go there with me. She was probably, it was probably one of the other 500 questions she wanted to ask me, but was cut off by Absolutely. The, but yeah, her first question to, to right. uh, Professor Hill was a comparison between ab- abortion and Nazis. So, yeah
2: yeah I mean you, you know she's i i I know she doesn't have many Jewish constituents in her district, but they right, all yeah. have to be you know anybody who understands mm-hmm. what the Holocaust was is insulted by that yeah people who've gotten women's health care uh including abortions from any one of these providers is insulted by mm-hmm. that you know the wide swath of voters that she's pissing off just by making <laughs> yeah such a horribly irresponsible reference, yes. reference mm-hmm. yeah.
1: God, just yeah.
2: cut it out.
1: <laughs> My thoughts exactly.
2: <sighs> uh, okay, so that was the third hearing for this bill. So uh-huh. it's had pro- it's had sponsor, proponent, and now opponent uh, out of the, the House Health Committee. It could be voted out of committee at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, there's some other stuff. Do we want to quickly yeah. touch upon what else is moving? Um, yeah. Down the so, line? Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> two bills have inter- been introduced in the last two weeks. One um, in the Senate um, to ban, uh, as, a, as another abortion ban, abortion method ban that could ban a method used to terminate pregnancy as early as 13 to 16 weeks. So, we've had seen this six week ban, we've seen the 20 week ban. So, this one could ban certain procedures starting around
2: 13 weeks. This um, is Senate Bill 145, the yes. abortion method ban. Yes. yes.
0: And then yesterday, no, two days ago, Tuesday, we saw um, House Bill two fourteen be introduced. This is a retread of a bill from last year. This is where Representative La Tourette is going yeah. to come back up because she is <laughs> the main sponsor of this bill, banning abortion um, after a prenatal, prenatal diagnosis of Down syndrome. So yep. that if you were facing um, this complication of a pregnancy and fetal, um, um, so they would, you know, they would say you can't, and this one circumstance cannot, you cannot terminate. Yes. yes,
1: just because your 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 the child has Down syndrome. Yes.
2: Uh, so I'm going to put a, a link in the show notes. Uh, after this bill was introduced two years ago, mm-hmm. the first time around, uh, we heard from several. Uh, parents of Mm -hmm. children who have have children that they're raising, the child has Down syndrome. Yes. Uh, These are parents that love their child. Absolutely. Do not want the decision as to whether or not you're allowed to terminate a pregnancy. They don't want that decision taken away from parents Mm -hmm. who might find themselves in a similar situation. Yes. Uh, David Perry wrote one of these articles uh, on CNN.com. Really terrific. His son has Down syndrome. Uh, he's a very outspoken, uh, advocate for people with disabilities, Mm -hmm. um, huge, uh, Twitter, uh, following, uh, really great article that he wrote about Ohio's Mm -hmm. bill two years ago. So we'll put that in the links. It's really a must read to, to help you understand, you know, what do people experience as, you know, uh, potential parents Mm -hmm. getting this diagnosis, what, Mm -hmm. you know, goes through their minds, um, and he provides some some great insights. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 a sensitive bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, there's a common sense solution that you don't remove yeah. options from parents yeah. who really need options. I
1: definitely think it's overstepping boundaries. I mean, you know, having a child with special needs, um, you know, you have to have that... That financial capability you have to have that mental the emotional all of that plays an aspect and there are certain families who may not be able to handle that or you know just uh if it's going to create any mental distress as well I mean they definitely you know like you said need to have those options um, having that taken away is just something that's going to create more chaos I think among mm-hmm. you know families
0: Right. Well, and I think something else we pointed out last time too is that then the state of Ohio doesn't support these families either. We Absolutely. underfund special education in our schools. I mean, the first version of the budget, they've fixed it at this point, totally dismantled a um, financial program that helped families with. Um, healthcare expenses associated with childhood disabilities Absolutely. and new medical right. diagnoses that helps kind of with that initial mm-hmm. push to, you know, buy all the crap you have to when your kid is diagnosed with things like exactly. epilepsy or diabetes or Absolutely. those kinds of things. Yeah. So obviously the state doesn't care about supporting those kids. Right. But we want to force
2: families to bring them into the world. So if they know again,
1: they don't have the means yeah. to do it exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Legislators actively shot down Mm -hmm. an amendment to provide that additional assistance last time around. Um, Also, the very first sentence out of the mouth of the bill sponsor when she first introduced this was, Not every family is equipped to handle a child with Down syndrome. Yeah, (laughs) it's like that's why you don't pass this bill. Exactly, (laughs) Exactly. bill sponsor, Sarah LaDurette. Yes. Um, Okay, so that's what we're watching at the state house, plus the state budget, Mm -hmm. which uh, has headed off to the Senate. We're making sure that no new abortion restrictions get inserted into that. So. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, uh, listen, uh, next time for, for more updates on state legislation. Um, we're running short on time, so let's go to, let's get it on, um, <laughs> and talk about pride. Um, so, uh, you're going to be, Heading up yeah. the Pride table. <laughs> so,
1: um, you know, I'm on board, and so now it's time for us to get ready for Pride season. Um, you know, it officially starts in June, so, you know, we have um, Dayton Pride. We have Pride. Dayton's in
2: the, on June 2nd.
1: June 2nd. We have yep. Pride in the CLE, which is uh, June 3rd. We yep. have Athens Pride, which is June 10th. Um, actually, the 11th, I believe, June 11th of the 11th, Sunday.
2: It's that weekend, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so we have June 16th, which is Columbus Pride, the 24th, Cleveland Pride, um also June twenty fourth is Cincinnati and then J- July twenty No June twenty ninth is Youngstown. It's so many. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um you have Comfest and that is
2: um, Comfest is June twenty third through twenty fifth. Uh and that's something we do with the Freedom of Choice Ohio Coalition.
1: Okay, yeah. okay. And then we have uh, Toledo Pride, which is August
2: eighteenth and nineteenth. Right so a Perfect. full uh, month of pride festivals absolutely. plus Comfest. um we'll have information for people to volunteer uh in the show notes if you want to come to any of those mm-hmm. um and we'll also be sending out emails absolutely
1: so. and we'll be actually seeing if there anyone wants to come help volunteers um you know we need plenty so we'll be sending mm-hmm. out emails for that as well
0: mm-hmm. cool and then one more addition on the Let's Get It On. If you are interested in testifying against any of these bills, um, email us as well. You can Absolutely. email us at info, I-N-F-O, at ProChoiceOhio.org.
1: What about personal stories?
0: Uh, personal stories are always welcome. You can email them there, or actually there is a personal story link on our website at ProChoiceOhio.org. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Testify, or even if you just want to come and sit in committee yeah. and sit beside me and tweet <laughs> snarky things. <so. laughs> yes. Always welcome. Okay, we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.